Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. No, DeSantis said, when DeSantis says that, that means he's not your man. He's not your man anyway because he's a very untalented guy, and he's proven that. He started out, everybody was talking to him. After I worked him over a little bit, he's gone down the tubes. I, I don't think he's going to end up being number three or four. He just had a poll today. He was number four. And by the way, the one that was number two was 59 points behind. So, you know, it's very interesting. But when somebody says eight years, we need eight years, no, in six months to a year, many of the problems, almost all of the problems that you and I have just spoken about will be solved. Anybody that says they need eight years, you don't want that person. That's a very weird thing to say. It's just a super weird thing to say. If we don't need eight years, why, why President Trump, are we voting for you? Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, I... The interview with Meet the Press, where that is from, the interview with Megyn Kelly, I don't think this did the man any favors. I think his comments about abortion, his comments about trans, uh, these comments, they they all lead to a place of, what is he doing? What does he believe in? Where the hell is his core? But then you take a look at the polling, and you're like, oh, yeah, the dude's untouchable. Craig Robinson joins us, the Iowa GOP or Iowa G-O-P-E-R on the Twitter. Xbox has run the Iowa caucuses for the Republicans uh, for years. Longstanding member of that party working in its highest echelon. Um, I, I, I will go to the polls in a second. Um, the Iowa State Civics poll and the Emerson poll being the two latest ones that are out there. Um you watched the Megyn Kelly interview. You watched uh, the Meet the Press in- in interview. Your take on what it is President Trump said. Um, let's start there. Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's problematic, and this is this is kind of um, these are the things that happened when he was running the first time, and as he was president, like he constantly makes things more difficult for himself than they need to be. Right. And I think it's because it's not, you know, he doesn't have a, you know, for all of us, especially someone like you, Tony, who talks about these issues every day. If, if you're asked a question, you know exactly how you would answer it. And it's kind of hard to see a, a presidential candidate meander uh, through an interview like this on on such issues. And this is what. You know, in some ways, I think if you're a Trump supporter, you can kind of just, yeah, who cares and and move forward. But if you're if you're what he's doing, if if you want him to be the nominee, all he's doing is giving fuel to everyone else who's running against him. Um, He did more to help Ron DeSantis over the weekend with these interviews than he did anyone else, in my opinion. You're, it's it, the take is interesting because I did have somebody on on Twitter on, on on X social media say Trump will lose zero votes. Us adulterers are dug in like a tick. Ron DeSantis <laughs> will never break twenty percent. Now 
Uh, referring to yourself as a tick is never the way I, I want to go. But let's get into the idea of dug in. It doesn't matter what Trump says, except these are the near bedrock things of the political right. The recognition that men are not women and women are not men. The recognition that abortion is not something that is uh, compromised on, if you will. Um, that a six-week ban is not something that you are uh, attacking. Is his take one that uh, there are more populists out there and they'll give up their their uh, ideological and almost religious beliefs for the populism platform? Kind of. Look, I think that uh, if you want to find fault with Donald Trump, he's giving you a place to go do that. I will say this. If you, you know what, Tony, if you showed up to my house and you asked my dad the same questions Donald Trump was asked, you might get very similar answers. And this is why I think he might not lose any votes. Because I think, you know, Trump meandering this stuff, what, well, what is a woman, right? Well, that's the same damn answer my dad's going to give you because it's weird and he doesn't like it and he's uncomfortable with the whole subject matter. Right. And and, and the same the same is true on the abortion issue. I mean, again, we've kind of muddled this up where we spent 40 years saying return it to the states. It's a state's issue. We finally do that. Now, everyone and their damn brother wants a, a federal ban, an abortion ban. And and it's it's odd. And so. There's part of me that understands maybe where Trump's head's at, but the way he's communicating it is awful, and it it, it just gives it gives his opponents great you know great subject matter in which they can now campaign against him uh, because that's the thing that they've struggled to have. What's why is the reason this guy uh, shouldn't be the nominee? Well, he's hand feeding that stuff to them now. Talking to Craig Robinson. Uh... Iowa Republican, Iowa GOPER on the Twitter Xbox, Iowa GOPER. Uh, he has uh, run these caucuses uh, for multiple years. I take a look at the numbers the Iowa State Civics poll and the Emerson poll. Uh, Trump is up in both of them 51 in the Iowa State poll, 49 in the Emerson poll, and DeSantis is down uh, to 14. It's September, man. If DeSantis isn't catching on, at what moment does he catch on? Well, that's a good question. Um, Things need to be moving. And the other place that, you know, this isn't all just about polls, but you got to start seeing it on the ground. And so, you know, over this past weekend, you know, people like Nikki Haley was in the state. And look, she had some big events and in some weird places. And so... I think there's something there, right? And again, I think part of the DeSantis problem is is that he's a confused candidate, right? So he's, everything they do, they try to get to the right of Donald Trump. Well, what part of the electorate are the people who are out there saying, I want someone besides Trump? Are they the real conservative people that, are, that don't want Trump? No, it's the people who voted for Mitt Romney before. And so I look at what maybe Nikki Haley's got going on, as make, maybe this is someone who's going to do well where Marco Rubio did well, you know, uh, back in, in, in 2016 uh, in the metropolitan areas in this in that caucus. Um, maybe Nikki Haley is a candidate to watch because I know it's it's only September, but my God, it is September. 
and they got to start showing movement. And you're going to see it on the ground before you see it in the poll. And so if I'm DeSantis, I'm concerned that I'm not seeing it in the poll, and we have to wonder if we're seeing it on the ground too. So I, I think Nikki Haley is someone to be watching here. Um, and again, she's not necessarily you know a right winger when it comes to the abortion issue. And 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 but I do think that she might appeal to those more naturally um, opposed to Trump being the nominee again. You take a look at that polling and you see that that Nikki Haley was at 10 percent double digits in the Iowa State Civics poll, 7 percent in the Emerson uh, poll. She's right now in fourth place in Iowa behind Trump DeSantis and Tim Scott, the guy who fell like a stone is Mike Pence, and I think Mike Pence has been doing the most talk about A, the economy, and B, Trump's wrong on these things, specifically on the Right to Life conversation. You would think that this is his moment uh, to shine. Iowa is saying, hey, thanks, but we are not interested in this game. At least that's what the polling says. Well, look, I think Iowans have a tendency to be too nice sometimes, and so I think think Mike Pence has been a non-starter in this race from day one. You know, I, I sat down for lunch with the national NBC folks, you know, a couple months ago. And and they said, you know, so Mike Pence. And I said, put him right next to Asa, Asa Hutchinson. And they're like, oh, you can't say that. And I said, he's a non-starter. And so I think people like him as a man. Um, you know, I think they appreciate, you know, him and his career and all that stuff. But he's a non-starter, even if he's saying all the right things at all the right times, I just don't think he's a viable option for Iowa caucus goers. How much, Craig, talking to Craig Robinson, the Iowa GOP has long run uh, the Iowa Republican caucuses in the, in the state. How much do you put on the polls versus how much are you a, I got to wait and see what the caucus goer does, especially after this weekend? I mean, because not only the abortion conversation, but with Megyn Kelly being asked, you know, hey, uh, can a man become a woman? He's like, uh, for three seconds. Uh, There's an answer to that question for, for the political right. And anything that isn't that answer is seen as, kind of a skew because of course it's not reality based uh is, is your faith in the polling or is your answer i'm gonna wait to see how these caucus goers go yeah i want to see how it shakes out but but what i would what's going on here tony is is i think someone's gonna have to move enough where people are like okay i'm going too right so when you have when you have donald trump pulling at 49 percent 51 percent all that does is throw cold water on on people and say, you know what, I, you know, I, look, I had a I had a longtime legislator uh, call me up, personal friend called me up a week ago, and they 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 wanted to know where I was at, and you know, I told them basically nowhere, and uh, <laughs> and so I'm no help there, but there's there's real concern, like there was real concern that they think they want to see someone besides Trump, they're vocal about it. Not not publicly into the news media, but they don't keep it a secret that they would prefer someone besides Trump. But when they see the poll numbers and they see Trump with 50 percent and it's September, um, it, it, that person quiets down because in their mind they're like, well, I might have to come to terms with this. Right. Whereas I think if there was a, a, a Ron DeSantis, a Nikki Haley or anyone that if, if someone was sitting there at 25 percent. 
you a much different conversation going on. And then I think you would see a lot different things going on in the on the ground here in Iowa too. It's it. it I I, just, I agree with you that uh, I don't buy into any of the polling whatsoever. But you would think, just for the sake of a story, that something has to move for people to think the idea is possible that they move. It was CNBC. I think that had uh, the headline that one of the big donors, big Republican donors, and was a big donor to uh, uh, Ron DeSantis, Ken Griffin, he's not going to be on the sidelines for the primary. He's not playing in the presidential primary. Um, And part of it is that he's not impressed with what he's seeing from the alternatives to Trump and has yet to decide who he plans to help. Is that happening in the polling in Iowa? Uh, I doubt it. Um, You know, I think that, um, you know, the polls, I mean, it's so hard to poll anymore with the lack of landlines. And I would be real interested. And and, and we look at likely voters so often uh, in these caucus uh, caucus polls. I would really like to see uh, a real tight, like, hey, these are registered Republicans who say they're going to to the caucuses? Who do? What's that poll look like? Is it Trump fifty one, you know, and then everyone else down at and and you know low double digits, or is it closer? Because that might give you a little bit better indicator as to is someone going to emerge? Will they coalesce? But right now, I think there's like there's kind of too many. There's there's the Trump option, and then there's fifty other choices. And and you don't and there's nothing that's really going on to separate any of those people. They all kind of blip here and there, right? DeSantis has fallen back to that level, and they all have to figure out what do I need to do to have a breakout moment here in the next month or two, so that I can be a real alternative to Trump on caucus night. You bring up registered voters versus likely voters. I've always liked likely voters in the poll, the Fox News poll that got released had 1,012 registered voters with a margin of error of 3%, two things that I can mostly work with. And in the national, it had Trump at 60, DeSantis at 13, Ramaswamy at 11, followed by Haley at 5, Pence at 3, Christie at, at, at 2. But I'm, I'm always, I want to know who's actually going to show up. Being registered is one thing. I want to know who's going to show up. No, 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 no. But this is Iowa, and it's different. This isn't New Hampshire. In Iowa, you have to be a registered Republican on to walk into that caucus and to participate. So this likely stuff, I want to know who's jumping through the hoops, right? So, so that's the only reason I say I want to see an Iowa poll of registered Republican voters because, because it's different. It's, it's a closed contest. You can't be an independent and vote in this caucus. You have to declare yourself a Republican that night to do it. Same with the Democrat. You can be a Democrat and vote in the caucus, but you got to change your voter registration before you go in and do it. And so that's why I want to see in Iowa, I think it might be helpful to see something like that because it's, it's, it's not a primary. It's, it's hard to do. you got to show up at a certain time at a certain place. And so that would allow us to have a, a like, where's the intensity uh, in, in that as well. And then also what makes it difficult about that is, you know, there's you've been in this state. There's pockets. There's little geographical things that go on 
where people will have deep support in. And so, again, I would want to see a large, a large sample of, of, of registered voters to do that so you can pick up where a candidate might be strong and where one might be weak. Really quick, before I let you go, the odds that the Welker Meet the Press interview or the Megyn Kelly interview hurt Trump over the course of the next three weeks? Well, I think it fuels the opposition. And so I think it makes things, uh, I don't think it changes things for Donald Trump. I think it makes it, you know, look, the thing that would be different is if one of his opponents would take that material and put it on TV and, and shove it down people's faces and say, is, is this really what you want? That's that's what I'm looking for. Who's going to do something with it? Because if no one, if that stuff just lives online and we talk about it on Twitter and social media, I don't think it changes anything at the end of the day. If someone uses it, takes it and uses it, uh, that might be a different story. Craig Robinson, find him on Twitter, X, Iowa, G-O-P-E-R, Iowa, G-O-P-E-R, long time. Uh, Republican uh, bigwig in Iowa who's run the Iowa caucuses. I appreciate you as always. More is coming up. I'm Tony Katz.